This morning when I awoke and opened the front door, I saw deer tracks leading to the front step through fresh snow and immediately wondered how Zarathustra was doing during the COVID-19 pandemic. Today is the beginning of the end of winter, or so one might hope with the weather forecast from Weather Radio saying that the high-pressure system over the Yukon and BC providing outflows that have kept the temperatures here well below freezing for some time are fading and being replaced by a series of low-pressure systems that will bring temperatures in the southern panhandle to the 30s and 40s, along with flooding and high winds over deep, suddenly melting snowpack. Plainly this was the opportunity for a jijin evaluation of Zarathustra and the COVID regimen since it probably is too soon for writing anything jejun or jejulian. Are the conditions of Zarathustra's, aka Nietzsche, being beyond good and evil still in effect? Is the COVID-19 pandemic call also regarded by people of a Democrat party elk as being beyond good and evil, good or evil, less than or equal to good, less than or greater than evil, or something altogether else? For that matter was President Biden's build back better paradigm beyond good and evil or beyond good sense. Here in the dark winter NPR is the sole news station available in this place without cell phone coverage. That is something like being a mushroom grown in the dark fed a load of manure. On rare occasions I get a chance to read some internet data to correct the broadcast propaganda, insufficiently. This is what I got from listening to that frequency about national politics now. The president said that a minority should not filibuster a Democrat Senate majority and let Democrats make partisan changes to voting regulations in Republican partisan majority states. The U.S. Senate is evenly divided so making it possible to mail in election ballots from Mexico, Moscow and wherever American voters are is considered to be a good way to ensure integrity for democracy and firm up the Democrat majority hushing up minority expressions of dissent. Muhammad and Vito from the Union could collect ballots from their Chicago precincts and deliver them to polling places to save work for voters yearning for more free time to drink on Sundays. A future commodities market in mail-in ballots may develop with speculators buying up ballots from low-country voters for 10 bucks and a hamburger today for sign and released to be sold at a considerable proplet bearer ballots in the event of close elections to highest campaign contestant bidders. One-party systems like Democrats' build cannot long endure. A free marketplace of ideas or political pluralism may be destroyed. Democrats persuade their special electorate that Republicans make black people dehumanized and compelled to listen to country and Western music 10 hours a day. The president in a loving speech explained that Republicans are evil Jeff Davisonian, Bull Connerian, George Wallatian, Mooger and Snail, puppy dog-tailed nasties that should be put under Democrat party rule until muffled permanently. Nothing was said of equal protection of the law and states' rights for political self-determination and pluralism as a way to prevent authoritarian tyranny by the federal government. Maybe proportionate, equal numbers of polling places per population is reasonable, yet dictating that states that want to close down bars and liquor stores and voting on Sunday should pound asphalt seems wrong. Sure as shootin', those doggone Democrats may seek to panic black Americans, and those within several points on the HTML color code chart and drive them to vote exclusively in union halls and Democrat party offices. During these winter weeks I have considered the popularity of the late 19th and early 20th century philosopher of the eternal recurrence among certain Democrat portions of the American populace. Is the nearly eternal recurrence of COVID-19 variations confirmation of Nietzsche's theory of eternal recurrence? Might one infer that the universe and multiverse, if it exists, recur because that is a more efficient way to pack an infinite number of universes into a finite space? Or could it be that like Nietzsche who suffered from mind problems caused by advanced syphilis, that the eternal recurrence or sundry cosmology theories are the result of wrong inferences of spaced or warped cognitive paradigms? Will the Webb Space Telescope confirm or support the eternal recurrence of COVID-19 or resist it with proof better suited to a standard model of cosmology? 
Can one rightly deny that the COVID-19 call is evil or that stopping that would be good? Or are the terms of good and evil superfluous or exterior to the facts of mortality for themselves as vaporous as words in comparison to objects? The Word of God is meaningful, yet what else could be said to be so substantial as the facts of material, temporal objects in a thermodynamic stream of appearance that become, are and then fade away into the past with all things, like grass? I suppose that the advantage of choosing to take up a beyond good or evil moral paradigm, with or without an eternal recurrence, from a subjective perspective is that evil can be done yet be exempt from being labeled evil. Good would be an irrelevant non sequitur for those beyond good and evil of course, and for those that prefer evil works, of little concern or loss, except perhaps as they might not receive public recognition for whatever good they do to offset their evil works nominally. In the political realm being beyond good evil could have tremendous value for politicians who would be relieved of public expectations that they accomplish good works and criticism for perpetrating evil public policy. COVID reminds me a bit of that science fiction movie of the 1980s I believe it was, about a UFO that appeared over a panhandle logging town and lifted some trucks and people into the sky. No it wasn't the rapture for those that might wonder. It reminds me of that former Canadian logger from British Columbia who clandestinely chainsawed down a great white spruce tree held in reverence by some of the people of the Queen Charlotte Islands, also known as Haidaguay, it means the people, one knight who became charged with some criminal offense for the felling of the tree that he did for some reason who then became lost at sea paddling to the mainland during a storm in a kayak. COVID-19 is a perennial challenge to modern science and the responses economically and socially sometimes seems inexplicable, enigmatic and less than optimal in some respects demonstrating the problems that average people working and living with mass organizational approaches to everything can have in adapting well to novel challenges. If people themselves working through mass organizational structures become beyond good and evil in themselves with social reality setting forth what is good and evil, and that usually meaning compliance with organizational norms and not venturing to stick one's neck out from the manure pile lest the supreme Soviet of plutocratic global term setters cast one out, or the group daily hate land upon oneself, can solve challenges with common effort, they can also repress solutions, good adaptations and individual productivity with the coercion of social pressure to conform. Yet one may ask, what is good or evil when the values are determined by collectives? To me, they appear to be nominalist moral terms for those without faith in God. Collective use truth values of mass social narratives are surviving, even permutating infectiously, in 2022. 